The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Why is this so important? Why did you pick this story? Why does this matter? This This is the news. And why, 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 and why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story for you? The election and the good news and bad news about socialists. All right, Stu. Apparently, like, three-quarters of the globe is on fire right now. Uh, <laughs> and we all know it's global warming's fault. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, of course. Pat. And the only portion of the country that's not on fire is uh, teeming with oil. And there's a lot of jobs available. All right. Stop. The living document that is the Twitter rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, well, it sounds like we have a lot to get into. Uh, but before we do that, we want to take a minute to... Uh, thank our TV and podcast sponsor today, Relief Factor. Um, I'm taking it. I know I'm taking Glenn's it. taking it. Doc's taking I'm it. I'm on it. Um, I don't know why you two well, are not taking it yet. He's not in pain. He's in agonizing pain. He's stubborn. I'm taking heroin for <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's honestly he's like me. Is he? I try. I tried. I, I wasn't going to try it because uh, natural remedy crap is usually just crap. And so no, it's I, not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Most of the time. So when it says 100% natural, I'm like, "Mm -hmm, okay, I'm not going to take that. That's exactly why I took it. I know. Well, not me. (laughs) I was better living through pharmaceuticals until I had to take pharmaceuticals to stay, you know, sane. And I I can't take them. I mean, it's just, it's, it's awful what they do to your body. Gave up that. Had to find a replacement, couldn't live in the pain. You get desperate. Yeah. You're yeah. like, all right, but so, he tells you, like, okay, fine, I'll just try. And then you're like, yeah. oh, wow, that's it, it, it worked. Really, working. It did work. Well, it's amazing to me to feel just even in the attitude change. I mean, when you're in pain all the time, mm-hmm. it's like, I was just really Grumpy. rude. We yeah. have yeah. Yeah. noticed no, that. Yeah. We, we did. Totally noticed so, that. Yeah, yeah we do. So you all appreciate my yeah. taking yeah. Relief Factor yeah. as well? We do. We do. <laughs> okay. made our lives better. So click on Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com or you can call the number 800-500-8384. All right, Glenn, uh, the election results. So um, it's both good news and bad news. Both good news and bad news on the election. Good news is it gave me a little bit of hope for America that we're not all socialists now. That every single one of the Democratic (laughs) socialists lost in a pretty spectacular way. Mm -hmm. Um, And that makes me feel really good that we are not those people. Um, The media just wants us to be. Now, here's the flip side of it. I said years ago, and it was kind of a taunt, uh, these people want to say it. They just want to come out and say it. They're going to take the mask off and say, yeah, I'm a socialist. And they did. They did want to say it, and they've said it. Unfortunately, if they are this out of step with the American people, they're going to go back into hiding and say, oh, no, we're not crazy. You don't want universal everything, just universal almost everything, and then everything the next step. Yeah, I love the Hillary Clinton moment during the campaign when Bernie was saying it was $15 an hour minimum wage. She's like, no, I think 13 is the right number. (laughs) It's like, oh, what a conservative. Uh, It is amazing to see. Actually, we found the video of you talking about taking the masks off from uh, the first time I said it. This is, I believe, the first time you actually said it. Watch. You know, I would have thought it was laughable two years ago. I mean, do you believe the same thing you believed two years ago? Two years ago, if somebody said, you know what, there's going to be a bunch of communists running around, I'd be like, what? Communists? I mean, now I'm still like, there are 10 communists out there? But don't you wonder now? Don't you wonder, what is this? 
You see, that's all I want. I don't need to be friends with Van Jones. I don't hate him. I love you too, Van. I see you. I see you too. And it's my goal to have one country too. I just want the debate out in the open. No more nudging or using behavioral science to get Americans to accept progressivism or wherever it is we're headed. And you know what? I have to tell you, America, I think these people are close. I think they're dying to tell us what the real agenda is. I think they're close to taking the mask off. And again, we don't need to know any more about Van Jones. Case is closed. Van Jones, I love you. I'll be sending you a Valentine card next year. But know this. My problem has never been with you. I know who you are. My question has always been about the extreme goal. What is the president's agenda? Because nothing makes sense. I did not send him a Valentine's Day. <laughs> I haven't you seen that liar. Since. Wow. Yeah, well, that was my younger brother. Oh. Uh, we look an awful lot alike. I'm the fatter. No, not older. really. I don't look that much alike. Really? 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 Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think, because I remember that now, uh, that it was, that was right when Van left. And, um, uh, and I didn't have a problem with Van Jones. I had a problem with the hiding of, of what they were saying. And that was kind of a taunt saying, I, I know them. I want, because I really thought that there were, you know there were, that people were just saying, look, we're in the majority because they're so isolated. We're in the majority. Everybody we talk to believes in this stuff. Just say it. But we know we see that a lot when when someone takes out uh, a conservative over something they said that was too conservative and controversial. And I, I know every time I see that, I, I stand up and say, wait a minute, he's right. Stick with him. Stop folding. And I have to imagine that's how the White House felt at that time. Yeah. When, you know, Van Jones is this guy, they brought him in, they knew his background, they knew who he was. Why not stand up for him? Why not make him stay? Let's embrace this. Let's just go for it. We're already in power. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I was thinking a lot today about having really difficult conversations, okay, and talking to people that I don't agree with, and just, you know, I challenge the audience today, have a conversation, do something today or this week that challenges your worldview, because it'll make you better. Van Jones says he's a changed man. Do you think he'd sit for those answers and <laughs> let me find his turning point and see if there actually is a turning point? That would be, I'd, I'd watch that. I would definitely watch that. I think there's a good chance he would now. Yeah. It's, it's worth asking. I mean, cause he, but is it worth doing? What if he yeah, isn't I changed? Is. Am I yeah. furthering that again? Of course, then again, that not that the conversation we're having about mm-hmm. Facebook? Well, they're just furthering Alex Jones. No. Yeah, we I don't think have to listen it. to each other. I mean, and, and I do think like occasionally he's on TV and makes points that are more coherent than some of the other liberals they have on the on the network. No, I agree it too. I just don't know if he's real. I don't remember. Know. He's a great pretender. Well, going back to uh, democratic socialism, yeah. and I guess you know maybe as a whole we're sort of rejecting it for now. For now, is that that's good news? Did you I, see what Cortez said? That the video that's going around on Twitter, <laughs> she was asked. Well, first she made a dig at soccer moms. That it's very smart. Yes, and then she was again asked uh, how to pay for all of these programs, and she went into this. I couldn't even play it because it's two minutes long. And at the end of it, she spent two <clears throat> minutes 
And she gives absolutely no answer. She's just like, well, we're really rich, and um, she's really an embarrassment to be you. She really is. Mm. It's, it's. I mean, bad. if you if that's what you turn out at the end, I'm not sending my kid there. I mean, imagine yeah. the money you're spending. What two hundred thousand dollars to put your kids through BU, and they come out like that? Yeah, it, it, with a, know any of the no, answers, any she, of the topics. She's and she to has about. a master's in education, and or not in education, um, eco- economics. Yeah. And foreign affairs. And every time she's asked a question, she can't answer Those it. are the ones she specifically cannot answer. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do it, exactly. She just claimed there was no upper middle class in America. And it's something even the progressives are saying, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, of course there is. What are you talking about? She didn't even know that much. Uh, the Washington Post gave her pants, out, pants on fire rating for that. For that claim. Jeez. Oh, wow. Embarrassing. Uh, so you said, like, almost all the world is on fire? Yeah, speaking of things on fire. Mm-hmm. Pants. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize that. Now, no, uh, pants have burned? Pants have burned. Global warming. An interesting mm. part of uh, what's going on right now is the typical uh, left-wing response when there's a tragedy. You don't let a crisis go to waste, as we know. And one of the ways they do this is every time there's a weather event or some sort of natural uh, you know, disaster, we are going to blame global warming on that. We've even seen people try to blame earthquakes on global warming before. Here is a situation with fires, and there's kind of a straight line here, right? Okay, well, uh, you know, high temperatures, maybe they cause drought. Uh, global warming causes drought, and then you get you know a lightning strike somewhere, and the whole thing burns up. Why well, no are firefighters in a drought? Well, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is this you is have to come they... up with something else. Well, it could rain for a minute. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, yeah, Every sorry. once in a while, you know, you get the lightning strike. It's a drop. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> all right. Okay, so you get you get these issues where massive, uh, you know, wildfires are worse mm-hmm. than ever, and this is supposed to be one of the biggest ones in in the history of California. It is a big deal, and it is causing a lot of damage. So when you actually look into the details on it, though, it gets a little bit more uh, interesting. First of all, um, one of the reasons why this one's so bad is because of increased fuel. fuel the fuel load is, is heavier. The reason for that is because our emissions are making all the greenery grow faster. So we're getting more and thicker and thicker greenery, which is actually making uh, you know, the situation a little bit worse. However, the, as far as the warming itself goes... Uh, it's actually a slight decrease because of temperature and, and humidity, uh, a slight decrease on the effect of how big the uh, um, impact, uh, is. impact is with, with the fires. Here's a graph to kind of show you how, how it looks. And if you see the top fertilization uh, between nitrogen and C- CO2 um, is boosting the economic productivity. If you see the top of that, that is the part that is making it worse. That keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. There's more to burn. Um, however, the climate and humans, as far as firefighting and suppression, are actually making uh, the fires go away faster. We're getting much, much better at fighting fires. And so what you're seeing overall, if you see the line there, that is the global area burnt in, in wildfires, and it is decreasing massively. In fact, the, the estimate is that even if um, eventually droughts do start coming from the predictions of global warming. If you believe all their predictions, the worst case scenario, even if all that happens, it still doesn't get wildfires back to as bad as they were in 1900. Well, but there's no hockey stick on that craft. No, there's not a hockey stick. There's no hockey stick. If you flip it upside down, it's almost like a hockey stick. I mean, we are decreasing the amount of wildfire globally at an incredible pace. This is actually an amazing human achievement. Yet again, we never seem to run out of food because... When you project something, you don't project all of the other things that are happening around it that get better. 
it's not an island. And none right. of this stuff is an island. Right. It affects everything else. Reuters had a headline today, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but the key words are, um, if climate change continues, we're nearing an irreversible hothouse effect state. In other words, we will get to an irreversible right. state no, of we a hothouse. No, no, wow. we were irreversible about four years ago. We're always irreversible. Right. We're always right. irreversible. So we're we always can, approaching we can, the irreversible. We can create all of this, but we can never take it back. We can, in other words, we have all the power to destroy, but we don't have the power to actually fix it. Mm-hmm. And by the way, does a hothouse sound that bad? <laughs> parts of the world. Yeah. So, you know, I saw that um, Donald Trump uh, tweeted about, you know, how the underbrush, you're not allowed to burn any of the underbrush. And uh, and how there's you know the water situation with with no reservoir, and he was immediately mocked. Now, I, I'm not saying that they're running out of water to fight this fire, but a you know a couple of reservoirs. So seeing that they haven't built a reservoir since the 1970s, and the population is a little larger than it was in the 1970s. That does make a difference. You are dumping all of that rainwater right directly into the ocean, where you could be using that to sprinkle the fields, to grow extra food, whatever it is, to keep things a little more green. And anybody, this is the arrogance of people at Central Park, you know, CNN to sit there in their Central Park Columbus Circle offices and looking down at the park going, oh, it's the wilderness. We know what it is about the wilderness. For them to say that there is no difference uh, when you won't do an underburn, it shows they've never actually been around real forests ever. Of course that makes a difference, a huge difference. Uh, All right, let's get into oil after the break. Oil? We're talking oil. We're talking about oil. 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 Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. We got a lot more to talk about, but want to uh, thank one of our TV and podcast sponsors, Minostalgia. I know you're a big fan of it. Oh, I love the Minostalgia Wild Rice. I've told people about it for a couple years now. company's been around for almost 30 years, and they started with this wild rice, this native grain to North America. Can we get to the beer jelly, though? Uh, Yeah, that's absolutely. The beer jelly is They have so many different edible memories from the Northwoods of Minnesota. The beer jellies, which is an edible memory from the Northwoods of Minnesota. (laughs) I think that's just a slogan. I don't think there is a beer memory of beer jelly. Oh, I remember my grandma used to make the beer jelly. It was fantastic. Well, they have the wine jellies, too, so that's an edible. I have the wine jelly in my dressing room. room. Yeah, but you can try if you're curious about something. I don't know if I'm going to like that. They have the sampler packs, which work really well because you can try a variety of stuff, and they'll give you 10% off if you use the promo code TRY10. So try 10 if you go to blazewildrice.com and try it today. Good stuff. All right, so tell us about oil. Well, we reached peak oil back in 1921. <laughs> yes, we yeah. did. And really? It was gone. It was, mm. I mean, it yeah. was over then. And then suddenly they found a little bit more mm. in about, <laughs> you know, 1921. Mm-hmm. And then we were at peak oil again in 1940, and we we're like, oh, we got to get off this oil because it's not working. And then we found a little bit more. <laughs> and then there was peak oil about 18 more times. Yeah. And now I think they've finally given up on the peak oil thing because we've got so much oil, and a lot of it is in Texas. In fact, if Texas were a nation unto itself, we'd be the third largest 
um, oil reserve oil reserve in Amazing. the world. Wow! So there Boy, are Texas jobs needs to be destroyed. <laughs> yeah, there are jobs like crazy right now in West Texas. If you are unemployed, if you are struggling, get to West Texas and join an oil field uh, because. Without a college education, unskilled workers are making 100000 plus right now in, in West Texas. How is wow. that going to survive? I know people who went up into the Dakotas. You know, there's... The, Same thing's going on there right now, by the way. Again? Yeah. It's happening again? Oh, yeah. yeah, it's... it's because I know when, the oil cra- when oil crashed, you know, there comes a point where it's Then more it dries expensive. up those man camps. Yeah, because it's more expensive to pull it out yeah. than you can charge for it. Yeah, but right now we're kind of in a sweet spot where... Uh, it's not so expensive that it's driving people to bankruptcy trying to fill up their tank, but it's you know profitable for the oil companies right now, and it's and so. Do you that, know if it's sweet crude? Is, is Texas sweet crude? It's light sweet. That's yeah. really good. Forty percent fewer calories about, than, no, no. than the uh, regular. Uh, no, you know that that so. the Saudi Arabia is almost out of all of their light sweet crude, yeah. which means you have to have much more processing on it, so it costs much, much more to get it into right. gasoline or fuel. And this tastes almost like regular oil. <laughs> really? When it's you wouldn't know the difference. If I put that Italian calories. little packet, so, uh-huh. that Italian seven C's or uh-huh. whatever, into that, mm-hmm. right into Texas sweet crude? Yeah. yeah I mean, it'll uh, increase the caloric intake a little right. bit. But. <laughs> Leaves your teeth black. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of blows the uh, democratic socialist idea of everyone needs free higher education. Right? You know, it kind of blows that out the yes. window. Now, I'm not saying don't go get a college education, but there are guys in there. I, I was re- in the story that I was reading today. Um, they feature some of the guys who have uh, left their families behind because there's nothing out there. You That's know, the best thing oil. about it. You're making $100,000 a year with no place to spend it. With no, yeah. yeah. So no it's a great way to save money. It's a mm-hmm. great way to make money for as ride that ride as long as you can mm-hmm. and then go do something else when it dries up. Um, it's it's not probably a lot of fun out in West Texas right now when it's 105 degrees and there's dust and sagebrush everywhere. But um, you are hard selling this. But yeah. I'm telling you, there's a way to make money here. For a recruiting firm, th- there was <laughs> there was one story of a kid from Texas A&M who is on summer break, obviously now, and he's thinking. Why would I go back to Texas A&M when I'm making $105,000? Yeah, I mean, it's true. You know, there is that money up there. I want to say it was, and I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I think it was Lululemon, the uh, clothing Mm -hmm. company, where the guy, when he was, when the guy who started it, he went to Alaska and worked on like an oil field, in an oil field, and made like six hundred thousand dollars over yeah. like a two-year period. Yeah. As at like a nineteen-year-old, and came back and started. I think it was them, and started uh, his own businesses based off of that, um, and was able to build a giant empire eventually after a very long. time. I remember time. up in the Pacific Northwest when the Alaskan pipeline was being built, everybody went up to work there and made a lot of money. My, yeah. My dad eventually, when when he lost the bakery. He went up and uh, worked up in Alaska. You can make a lot of money. You just got to know what you're getting into because it's probably not sustainable. But if you're making a big bag of money, you go ahead mm-hmm. and save, save some of that. Well, for the it's, it's right, it as long it's as you can. Especially right. the Texas A&M student. I mean, you can always go back to that. Right. Yep. Make exactly. your money now while you can. And you, exactly. You talked, Glenn, about the underbrush, you know, lighting that underbrush on fire. It's kind of what happened with the oil industry in that it was, you know, it was always a pretty relatively efficient industry. But when the oil prices crashed, they had to, mm-hmm. they had to figure out 
road away to get this oil out of the ground at like right. $20 and $30 a barrel. Without so, people working, without, without people. all those rough And they did. They automated a lot of it, and now they're so trim mm. that when the prices go back up to $70 a barrel. You're making money. And the problem is they can't find enough workers. I mean, they're begging people to come out and make all kinds of money right now. Uh, you just have to be drug-free. Mm-hmm. And oh, no, no, no. Come out, <laughs> be willing to work. Oh, in our, geez. In our well, geez. What country is well, it? No know. wonder they're begging for work. This isn't the Central Slave African labor. Republic. What are we talking about? Advertise in Mexico. They'll do it. Like, I, want them to do it. I want to make sure we have time to uh, talk about Twitter. Uh, yeah, really something is going on. You know all the claims of Alex Jones being uh, dropped by Apple and Facebook and or, um, by um, YouTube and some of these different. Well, Jack, who owns and runs Twitter, it's at Jack on Twitter if you want to contact him, uh, has a series of tweets addressing this because some people had called him out you're censoring, whatever. And they're pretty interesting. The first is the fact that you run Twitter and you don't realize you should not have a Twitter thread or a tweet thread. (laughs) There's a limit to it. That's the beauty of Twitter. But here's the first part. We didn't suspend Alex Jones or Infowars yesterday. Now, if that's the case, that's all you need. Mm -hmm. But he goes on. We know it's hard for many to blah. So many words. It's really pointless. I actually really like one tweet. You're working on a thread. I couldn't even get through it because he's trying to thread the needle. I support businesses saying, you know, we're going to operate as we see fit, and that's fine. But he's really all over the place in this. You thought it was pretty good. What he said. I actually thought it was really pretty good. I, I I enjoyed it. Was saying, you know. Uh, I can't remember. Go get back to the, to the first to the thir- one. Yeah. Or maybe it's the third one. We continue to promote. No, it's not this one. It must be the third Next one. one. Uh, right. Succumb and simply react to outside pressure rather than straightforward principles we enforce and evolve impartially regardless of political viewpoints. We become a service that is constructed by our personal views that can swing us in any direction. That's not us. Okay, great point, except... They're not actually doing that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe well, with no, regard I, to Alex yeah. Jones, and then even the one piece where they goes and evolve, and there's a key part there about evolving. A living a document. Because he also yeah. linked to the Twitter rules, and he shows how it's evolved. And the heading is Twitter rules, a living document. And he shows how it constantly evolves. And he shows we evolve mm. here in 2013, 2015, all these. But see, it's I just don't have reaction, a, though. But wait, yeah. I yeah. don't have a problem. They are a private company. They can it's do that. The posting of the rules, making them very clear. Uh, and until they're posted and clear, don't expect people to follow those new right. rules. Um, and if they were actually enforced Equally well, and my frustration is if McDonald's has a you know standard they want to kick out certain people, you may not go whatever. But when Twitter and Facebook does this, they are a media company, so they do influence the world of the media. If they are not transparent about hey we're progressive, we're liberal, we're going to handle things this way, then they are really misleading people. I mean, I, I just wish they would make up their minds because the, you could definitely make the argument they're a media company, and you could also make the argument they're just a tech company. Like if you know the television doesn't have to go just and figure out a way it. to ban pe- you know certain shows that people might watch on their TV. If that's what you're doing and just providing a platform, then you let everything go. Candace, you are, Candace you know, the, the question is: the question is, yeah. um, can we can we be adult enough to handle a platform that is the bathroom wall? The bathroom wall does not say, well, you can't write that here. The bathroom wall doesn't mind. Whatever is written on the bathroom wall, the the wall doesn't judge it. It just is. That's what Twitter has promised us that they really kind of were was, you just get on there, not be a bathroom wall, but the next level up maybe, a nice bathroom. Oh, good. Uh, Upscale. 
and not, not pick sides, just let you voice your opinion. That's what they were at the beginning. Now they're, they're morphing into a media company that says, well, I've got a responsibility. <clears throat> That's fine. Just enforce them equally across the board. It's going to be impossible. Transparent about all yes. of it as well. Yep. Well, and you're saying uh, be transparent about them being a progressive company yeah. and whatnot. But I'm not sure. I mean, Jack just got in trouble for tweeting about Chick-fil-A. And how did you he know react? What I mean? so, well, he react? Yeah. yes, he did <laughs> he apologize. apologize for eating a he chicken did, sandwich. He right. did apologize. I'm sorry. Did he apologize but, for the chicken? No. no. Well, and no, it, was, no, it was multiple no. failures with it. What, he went to Chick-fil-A and posted I was at Chick-fil-A. People said, remember Chick-fil-A? The story at the beginning wasn't even a legitimate story. It was reported wrong. They misled people about Chick-fil-A. Here it is two, three years later. And he's still doing that. I'm just saying, I wonder if, you know, it's not necessarily him and he's trying to run a progressive company, but, I mean, there are people behind the computers making these decisions and they're all but subjective. The problem, right? I think the problem is, the media is in New York. That's not real life. The government is in Washington. That's not real life. And tech is in Silicon Valley, which certainly is yeah. not real life. Yeah. You're, you're surrounded by people who agree with you and think your way. Yeah, all right, we gotta go. And chicken too tasty. Chicken Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. No. <laughs> hey, I'm kind of upset that uh, Glenn can't join us for this part of the conversation, but the new Jack in the Box ad, I guess it was going to run. Is that right? It hasn't? It, I don't think, I, I know that there was some confusion on whether or not it has already run or they okay. just pulled it back and then released it, but. I know Glenn actually went to Jack in the Box now, right? That's where that he is. Where, that's why he's not here. He's doing research So let, let's take a look. While other burger places serve the same old stuff, I'm the only one with the bowls to serve something different. I mean, just look at my teriyaki bowls. Choose from steak or chicken, covered in teriyaki sauce, plus your choice of white or brown rice. What about these bowls, Jack? Hey, you got some pretty nice bowls there, and so does Dan. Thanks, Jack. Those are some nice bowls. Everyone's gonna wanna get their hands on Jack's bowls. Come try my bowls! <laughs> Jack, the lawyers aren't comfortable with the new marketing campaign. Why? People love my bowls. See that right there? You can't say that. I can't say people love my bowls? No. What about try my bowls? No. Nope. Check out my bowls? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, are you How is that controversial? Are you funny. triggered? It is brilliantly done. It, you know, they're calling... Every, they're so, t telling uh, Jack in the Box that they're tone deaf. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that Out just shows the opposite. I mean, the lawyer thing at the end is just like, no, this we're making fun of this. Right, okay. which I guess is why they say it's <laughs> Right, that's what, yeah. Because you're not supposed to say anything, right? right. Like, you're just supposed to go along right. with it and act like we we're We can't all... have a sense of humor anymore. Glenn brought the example that, like, you know, it's Bruce Jenner, and then all of a sudden it's Caitlyn Jenner. But not only is it we all have to say Caitlyn Jenner, we all have to say she's beautiful. Like, we all have to be on the <laughs> she, bandwagon. Right, right. Beautiful. She's what beautiful. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, what, and, uh, what else would you say about her? <laughs> I had nothing, of course. <laughs> but it was like, it's like that here. It's like, you know, like all of a sudden we can't have fun with, the, mm -hmm. with this ridiculous stuff that goes on, you know, and because of Me Too and it's so serious that we can't ever joke about it. All the best jokes come from things you're not supposed to joke about. You know, I mean, like that is, I think, mm -hmm. when you get put in that uncomfortable position is when the best stuff comes out. As we many times, I think, uh, uh, when we talk to Jeffy have uh, <laughs> discussed over the years. Yep. Uh, very dark areas sometimes get, you know, really fun moments. Uh, so, I, I, look, this is, I don't even know if they're really going for a Me Too thing. They kind of are. 
But, I mean, more than anything else, it's just like, you know, he doesn't see this, uh, this problem. Check out my had. bowls. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that's going for the... Uh well, no, I think it's going... Sexual it's, harassment. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going for that. I think it's just like, here's a guy who is... Who has really got proud of camping. Right, but it's like, if take sexual harassment out of that. That could have run five years ago or ten years ago before oh. Me Too, completely. Nobody it's just a joke about him. Yeah. Bowls sounds like balls. That's the joke. <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? <laughs> you just got what? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh now you oh get it. Show that again. That Are is, you saying <laughs> that's like a double oh my God. I am. Oh, I just got that. Has, that. That, that works with Me Too or no, no Me Too. It has, I mean, that's still funny either way. It's just, yeah, he wasn't like, here, I'm forcing these bowls on you. Right. Take them. Right. Come Hold in. my bowls, hey, honey. Do you I... want to touch my bowls? <laughs> Look at them while I shower. <laughs> I'm going to be behind this plant. <laughs> want to be in my movie? Now, that would have been bad. Right, that would have been. They didn't. Right. The whole point of this is to. And I did this on the, on, uh, the morning broadcast just a couple of weeks ago. That uh, some psychologists said, listen, the more you sensitize people's stuff to this, we're being, they become more sensitive, the more triggered they become. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the way to get beyond being really triggered by this stuff is to desensitize. How do you desensitize? By being around more of it. You're mm. hurting yourselves. If yeah. you're saying, I find this offensive and I can't deal with the stuff like this, well, I got a solution for you. Be around more people like me and Stu and Pat. (laughs) That's going to help you out in the long run. If you have a fear of heights, they don't go, well, we're going to make sure you never have to be around heights. They eventually take you up into high places. That's how you get over stuff like this. Well, and again, if you you were offended by that, you definitely need to read Glenn's book. Because, I mean, if you get outraged by something that silly and innocuous, then Mm -hmm. you're the one with the problem. And we're not supposed to say that, uh, but it's true. I'm just thinking of a money-making opportunity. We lock people. I mean, we invite people into a room for like a weekend desensitivity training with Jeffy. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Uh. Jeez. There'd be some lawsuits out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Waivers would need to be signed. Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Stu, tell us about Grand Theft Auto. I think this is just a crazy story. You know, you release a movie or uh, an album or a video game, and they have their, you know, start, and they do really, really well, and then they fade away. I think it was 2013 or, or maybe 13 or 14, maybe even 2012, Grand Theft Auto V came out. Now, the whole series has sold pretty well since it kind of came on. They were selling about 20 million copies of each one of these games. But for whatever reason, Grand Theft Auto has taken off to a point where today, remember, it was released in 2000, like, you know, like when Mitt Romney had just lost when this game was like released. It is currently the number three best selling video game in America. Currently. Five, six years later. You mean, so right game. now on the chart, right it's third. Right now. Not historically. Not historically. It is Today, third this third week. On the list. Okay. In wow. fact, it's been in the top three every single week since its release, with the exception of one week, uh, which is, I guess something else came out. It is now up to, if you look at the title totals here, I mean, 17, 20, 27, 25 million for all those other games, which were really successful. 90 million for Grand Theft Auto V. And they keep expanding it. Wow. Expanding it and adding things to it. It is one of these games. Now, they're saying that it has made more money than any movie ever made. It is now, what is the top, uh, if you remember with, um, what is it, uh, that stupid movie with the, where the, everyone says the humans are bad for the earth, uh, the number one oh, movie of all time. Yeah. They just did this, the uh, Disney the Park. Blue people. The blue people. Oh, Avatar. Oh, Avatar. Mm-hmm. Avatar. I think worldwide it made $1.6 billion. This has made $6 billion, this game. $6 billion. <laughs> yeah. There are new versions of five every 
so often, though? They're adding I, things to it? I know they update to it and they expand it. They expand the online okay. universe and they yeah. do things like that. So that counts in the rating? Um, that's what I was going to say. At some point, you'd have saturation in the market. Yeah. So I mean, how would you keep 90 that million sold. Spot? Yeah. Million. And they just keep... They, it's incredible. It's inc- I mean, that is in- incredible. And I had no idea that it was that popular. I mean, you know, back in the day, I played, you know, probably the first one that was on that list of Grand Theft Auto, a decent amount. I mean, it's a well-done game. And there's a lot to it. It's a, you know, one of the things that's great about it is like, you know, other than the fact that you're doing all sorts of horrible things to people, uh, <laughs> one of the things that's great about it is like it's a really open universe and you can kind of do whatever you want. Like, you're not like going down the same road to accomplish the same task. You could just wander off into the middle of some random house that you've never been in and you could explore it like it's a real place um, and it's so thorough and so big that it, wow. it has a long life to play you could play wow. it forever uh, and not get tired of it you know the thing is actual grand theft auto though you can just keep playing that way too yeah and you it's could. actually you just more wander off into houses and, mm-hmm. yeah. until you, you until you get arrested oh <laughs> well, yeah i mean assuming yeah there's, I, and I'm sure I'm, I know I'm not the only person who played it like this, though, but I just remember when you would go and commit some horrible crime, you have, like, if I remember it, there's, like, a scale of, like, um, how offensive how, or how, how um how the police, like, how oh. alerted they are to you. So, like, if you do a minor thing, like, one light, light lights up, and there's, like, maybe five sirens or something. So what we would do, of course, is just go around and just running people over until you got to five <laughs> sirens, and the police got really pissed, and then you wanted to see how long you could stay alive running from the cops. We did that. For hours. And then I got really good. That sounds really fun. Sadly, that sounds really fun. I want to do it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's That's not something. wrong of me, but I, I love the sound. <laughs> it's awesome. They just, I mean, look. It, <laughs> it is, it's, it's such a dark oh, thing. Man. But again, it's you know yeah, it's, it's nonsense and it's just a fun. The prostitutes, right? Yeah. And you yeah. can run people over. And yeah. You, and, mean, you know, and again, like with all the terrible things that have happened, yeah. it's even more intense now. You know, people, you're, you're shooting people in the street. If you want, that's the thing. Wow. You don't have to try to do the task. The game says, "Hey, try to do X, Y, and Z," where you go and maybe shoot a criminal, right? Like it's yeah. not—it's not necessarily the worst thing in the world if you follow the task. But I never follow the task. <laughs> you just run down the street and run over by a hundred people. Then all the police come after you and you see how long you can live. It's usually not that long because they get really mad. <laughs> they do they not like it. upon that even in the video game. Not like it at okay, all. It's huh. just, so it's, it's true to life. It's though. a little dark. Uh, uh, wow. All right. Uh, today's question for the Blaze Why? By the way, remember to tweet us using that hashtag, the Blaze Why. So Sumi is asking, we talked about how socialists have kind of changed how they phrase things, their terminology, and they call it democratic socialism. Uh, So he says, how about a little wordplay on our part? Um, And says, I have no interest in capitalism, but I love the free market. So is there maybe a way that we can coin a different term to where it means the same thing and maybe more people will be open to it? I don't know. You have free in the title. Yeah. That's, That's pretty what good I'm in today's good. world. Yeah, uh, new and improved free market. Yeah. Open market. Open, yeah, open market and free market. I, Frank Luntz has come on the show before, and we talked about this type of thing. He's done all the polling on these words, and he does say that capitalism does not doesn't, poll well. Doesn't yeah. poll well. Now, I love capitalism. It's like my favorite thing right. in the world, um, but uh, it does not poll well. Generally, free market does poll a lot better. Even that one, though, to me, is getting to the point where it feels like. You know, it no longer has the, the wonderful ring to it. I don't know what that term is. But Supply is side economics. economics. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> Voodoo. That'll really connect with people. Right, yeah. uh, speaking of polling, the results from yesterday's poll, will the result of the Manafort trial end up changing your opinion of the president? 96. 
97. Ah! 97% said no. 3% said yes. Web polls. Yes. It's just web polls. Uh, no, it's not. And the <laughs> poll of the day today is... Teal, yes or no on Sarah. Is that the... No. That's, oh, I'm no. sorry. That's not it. Okay, because I was going to offer... Do you not like this? No, I didn't say that. I'll just vote myself. I'll post it. Okay. <laughs> was the Jack in the Box ad offensive? So we just played it. Mm, what I'm do you guys no think? I'm going to say no 92%. You think? I'll go, I'll go 89. I'm going no into the 90 percentile. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. All right. You've placed your bets. Placed that'll, be, bets. that'll be the end of today's show. Do we get All Jack right. in the Box? I'm not playing that crap for you. Why not? Why not? Awesome. It's disgusting. Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.